this is Talking Sea, your weekly supply of the dark side, not just the dogmatic narrow view of the Jedi. Everybody, my name is Josh Roach, T Green, and Sean Sullivan, and we are the Talking Sith. Talking <laughs> Sith. <laughs> Guys, a lot of Star Wars news just got dropped at the uh, Disney's uh, shareholder Zoom meeting. <laughs> too much news, almost too much to handle. Almost too much. Yeah, it's what uh, I think ten series got or oh. things got dropped. I think so, right? I think it was yeah. ten. Combination yeah. of what series and and I don't know mini serieses and a whole bunch of different ways of do animated series craziness. And what one, one's even going to be anime, right? Yeah, the uh, yeah visions, Star Wars visions, which is something we've talked about. The possibility of and like the idea of on the reminds me of the animatrix a little bit that's exactly what i was thinking of and we talked about that like they make little like mini uh it's almost like what dc does right like little mini um cartoon movies yeah uh there's like stories random stories in the star wars universe they could really dive into some deep of that yeah, almost like a dude. If they did like a like a Tales of Mos Eisley Cantina or something like that, even like little backstories and expand on people, that that would be cool. We don't need backstories. Oh, yeah, who needs backstories? You got a world build. Gotta build well, the world. I mean, everybody likes it except for our buddy Chad, who comes on here with us. He's not a he's not a fan of any kind of uh, exploration of canon or characterization. <laughs> I you know. Find out that Wu Her doesn't like droids in the Moss Eisley Cantina because his family was murdered by separatist battle droids. And T or and uh, Chad says, "Why? Why do we need to know that? We don't need to know that. Why did he not let him in? Because that's what they wrote in the script. You don't that's need his whole ex- You don't need to know that. But there's a lot of people who enjoy going down those rabbit holes. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure Wu Her would tell you that they didn't need to murder his entire family either. <laughs> I bet if you asked him, that's what he'd say. Well, so we got Star Wars Vision, so there's that. I think Star Wars, a droid story is animated too, but I think that's more for kids, and it's starring APO and R2-D2. So that'll be be interesting. Sprinkle a a younger kid's show in there. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Then, of course, the two big ones that got announced off the bat were uh, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka, both of which Filoni and Favreau are partnering on, just like they have Mandalorian. And they are happening concurrently with Mandalorian. Wow, so you're going to have a lot of crossover episodes and and craziness like that, I would assume. Yeah, so basically like we were uh, thinking that uh, the, the episode with Ahsoka and the Mandalorian was just like a soft pilot for the Ahsoka Sounds Seriously. like an awesome pilot. Yeah, it was pretty pretty awesome pilot. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, 
That was pretty, pretty sweet. We're going to get more of that. Maybe you get our favorite blue guy. Speaking of pilots, Rogue Squadron, the next Star Wars movie coming to theaters by uh, Patty Jenkins, the uh, director from the Wonder Woman movies. When did they give a date on that? Uh, Christmas 2023. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a ways off. Far away. It's like the old days where you had to wait three years for Star Wars movies, except it's like four years now. Terrible. That's ridiculous. But yeah, evidently her father was a fighter pilot who died in service. So she's bringing uh, a personal, that touch. personal uh, touch to the story. Wow. You think we're getting a, uh, a DH Dennis Lawson for Legend Tillies? Good. I don't know. <laughs> Good, but I doubt uh, it. Yeah, I doubt that. Probably, well, I don't know. Maybe we see him. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, he, I think maybe he plays somebody guy. else. Maybe he plays his grandfather or something. Who knows? Right? Yeah. Like, I don't know what, not Wedge Antilles, but um, I don't know. Cork Antilles. <laughs> so, yeah, I was thinking of something too. Yeah. <laughs> something that's like a, a play word. on words. Oh. Door stop Antilles. Uh, Andor. How'd you like that, Sean? Why? Yeah, I watched that little teaser thing. That looks cool. I mean, what really stood out for me is they they said that like every episode was being filmed the same way they would film a movie. Like it felt like a movie the whole time. So, plus Rogue One was great. I mean, Rogue One is a lot of people's favorite movie that Disney's made in the Star Wars universe. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just excited to watch that too. I think they're trying to capitalize on that with Rogue Squadron. I think they know a lot of people love. Rogue you know, One. Love, love Rogue One. Yeah, I, I actually just watched it again recently, like a month ago, and it's great. I have not rewatched it lately. Who is it? Did somebody say they hated Rogue One? I think it was uh, T. <laughs> was it T? No, oh, terrible. Terrible. Terrible, T. Terrible. Yeah. Um, then we have The Acolyte, which is interesting because it's the first thing that's outside of this time period it's going to take place during high republic, republic right yeah that's that's cool they're they're like they're doing a lot of books and comics in that time yep yeah right what was it something light light of the jedi no the have they started rolling out that content yet for high republic what's that sean have they started rolling out that content yet has that been have they been no it's supposed to already be out but it got pushed back because of covid so the first book comes out early january Dang it, COVID. Yeah. It seems it seems kind of interesting. You know, there's like raiders or like pirates or I don't know, the whole bad guys are the pirate the Nile. The pirate. Nile. Yeah. Um I know that the uh, exclusive cover for the first book coming out has if you open the whole cover up um for the hard, you know, the hard cover like what do they call it? The dust cover or whatever you know oh, yeah. you open it all up and it's on one side it's a bunch of jedi on space horses and on the other side it's a bunch of nile pirates on space horses and they're getting they're charging at each other right yeah interesting but is it is it acting like gonna be i thought i saw it was gonna be like a mystery it's supposed to be like a mystery thriller um from like the dark side point of view i'm almost wondering sean this is 200 years before the Phantom Menace. Plagueis could potentially be around at this point, or his master, maybe. Well, his master was, well, 
I guess it, it depends on if they change what was Legends or if they right. take what was Legends. The I mean, they've, they've taken lots of pieces from Legends now. Yep. They have been. Yeah. I mean, they could take, I mean, they could take Plagueis and the pieces of Plagueis from Legends, or you could tweak it a little bit. Yep. Who, who is his master? Uh, oh, man. Shouldn't you know it's your favorite book? I should know. I should know this. And as soon as you say it, I'll know. Um, Let me find this. He was a uh, Bith. It's going to bother me. Yes, he was. Uh, um, all right, whatever. We're not going to waste time on this. I'll figure it out. But yeah, so I mean, potentially 200 years beforehand, I tried looking up how old um, Darth Plagueis was. Tenebris. Darth Tenebris, yep. Yeah. I tried looking up how old he was, and it didn't, it's never, it's not on Wikipedia. So they never say how old he is. I know that he supernaturally extended his life um so i mean he could potentially be around and that could be cool um to see what the sith are doing in the backgrounds yeah i mean they'll then, be, i'm sure they'll be in it the whole rule of two yeah going on at that point so then you got bad batch which is the uh, successor of the clone wars it's animated just like the clone wars and i'm pretty sure it's just going to be picking up storylines that they never got to finish in the clone wars oh. namely uh, it looks like fennec shan and Fennec Shan is in the uh, trailer for that. So the really? new, yeah, the the yeah. the lady Mandalorian. So I'm guessing if I know there was a lot of storylines with Boba Fett that was supposed to happen in the Clone Wars that never got finished, namely like how he got the dent in his helmet and stuff, yeah. and how he made a name for himself, really. So I think they might carry that over into Bad Batch. And he might have a relationship with Fennec Shan as a young man. Mm, interesting. Which would explain why he picked her up why? instead of just letting her die off. Yeah, why he gave her the techno tummy. Techno intestines. Yeah. Techno torso. And then last but not least, Sean, what are you most excited? Ooh, the most excited. Obi-Wan, man. Oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. As it is formally called. Yeah, it's like it's almost like the solo movie. Like, what are they gonna call the solo movie? What are they gonna call solo? They're gonna call it what are they gonna solo? What are they gonna call the Obi-Wan Kenobi show? What are they gonna Obi- call it? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. They, Should have just been Kenobi like we so, I, so first off, the fact that they've announced that Hayden Christensen is gonna be involved is awesome. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> all right, so you know, they, they showed uh something to every like they had like the video like announcing things to everybody it was open to the public but then the investors themselves in the live their own live stream actually got some uh an interview and kind of like a teaser kind of thing for kenobi so in it you had ewan mcgregor and deborah chow talking about how this is a dark time for kenobi and um they did answer a couple of our questions he will be leaving Tatooine. Okay. And he will have a confrontation with Darth Vader. So how does that happen? Because the last when we last met, I was but a learner. Now I am the master. Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like how does that how do they account for that? Well, I mean, that's exactly it. I mean, all he says is the last time we met, you know, you were but the learner, now I'm the master. I've not felt a presence since you know, Obi-Wan once felt as you did. I mean, the door it's it's vague enough that they can just say that this was the last time they met. Yeah, they shouldn't. I, I hope that one line doesn't prevent them from. 
yeah. you know, doing stuff, which it probably won't. So, yeah, that'll be awesome. Hayden Christensen, we do a real question. I'm sure we see him without the mask, too. What do you Ooh. think, D? I think we do. I think we see him, like, all torn up. And so, that's my bet. Well, they did it quite tasteful at the end of uh, Rebels, where it was just, like, half. Oh, yeah, where they cut the helmet open, and you could see. Like, oh, I think we see him. Yeah, I think I don't think you bring in Hayden Christensen just to be in that. So I think here's what I want. I want gnarled Anakin underneath like like Rogue One style, right? More like Rogue One where he's just like floating in the back to tank. Yeah. See some of that. Let's see him underneath the helmet. Let's see him taking it off in his meditation chamber. Yeah, I don't I don't think we see a lot of him. I mean, I think most of the time he's gonna be covered. He's Vader, right? But I, I think we at least a couple times see him. I think there's room for flashbacks. I think that Ooh. they do just a little bit of de-aging. We have an Ahsoka now. Oh, oh, that would be so cool. You do like, oh, a de-aged Obi-Wan and Anakin, like flashback to their days during the Clone Wars. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would That's, be so awesome. Like it's him coming to terms oh. with, you know, that relationship and everything. And yeah. I'm so, I'm the most excited for that one. Well, for sure. we've talked about on here a few times about how how – we would like to see some live action Clone Wars sequences. Yep. And I think that we can get it with this. Yep. Yeah. I didn't even think about flashbacks or de-aging or anything. That would be that would be awesome. Perfect opportunity. Now the only thing that I was really hoping they would announce also for this, but maybe that's what they're saving for their uh you know, for their ace in the hole. We we've got to see Liam Neeson reply reply oh. like <laughs> I already like that wouldn't surprise me though. I mean they've been doing they've been doing a good job keeping kind of surprises under wraps for Mandalorian. They know how to do it. But yeah, so speaking of Mandalorian and to, to segue into that, like this whole day, that whole yesterday, the whole day was like a spice dream. As, <laughs> just like just thing a spice at, dream. At one after another, one after another. So yeah, what do you think? about Boba Fett's big return, man. <laughs> that was awesome. I mean, it was really cool. I thought the uh, the scene where he was just going like crazy with his stick, just like literally hitting them so hard, he was like shattering their armor. Oh, man. The, a... way they, the way they shot that was awesome. Yes. And then he puts the armor on and he, and he is equally as awesome using all his, you know, you know rockets and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah I was... It, uh, I will say, though, I, I literally got goosebumps and freaked out when you just see the slave one going across. <laughs> uh, that is, I, I was watching it early before Saga Day. Yeah. As soon as that came on, I was just like, Ugh. like, I was not expecting that at all. No. There's like no, there's like no music, there's no sound. It's just like, you know, the slave one just casually goes across the sky. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, I wasn't expecting for him to make it to Tython, even that episode. So I was like, oh, he's already on Tython. Okay. Yeah. Well, where this hey. is Dave one. <laughs> Josh, did we see Luke in the background as a little speck, or is that a pillar? Did you hear yeah, me? <laughs> I people trying to say that. Did you see that? No, I have not. So there's people taking screen grabs from the episode. So while they're all fighting, and you can see the uh, in the background, like where the waypoint. There's like a, there's like a couple pixels that are like darker. Pixels. And, it's, it's one of the bushes that's supposed to be there, right? But they're like, it looks like there's a Jedi up there. There's somebody standing there. It's Luke. Luke, he's going to be there. All right, so well, what's your theory, Sean? 
on who Grogu was talking to in the Seeing Stone. Yeah, who's showing up? Oh man, I think I think it could be Luke. I think we could get the voice of Luke Skywalker. It's possible. You don't I think? think he, I, I think Mark Hamill could do a voice thing, maybe. Now, you've probably seen all the stuff about people fan casting, and even Mark Hamill has endorsed Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier. As yeah, I mean, he could. They he, they could they could do that. I think that I, I was listening to somebody talk about that they don't think that'll happen because he's what he's in another Marvel show or movie or something right now. And they wouldn't want to like take light off that and put on him. I, I don't know. Yeah. He's doing Falcon winter soldier. Which yeah. Can't wait for. I don't know. I, I don't think I want a different person playing Luke Skywalker ever. And I, I don't know if I'd like that. Even, even if he, I mean, he looks a lot like him, but I mean, you had, you had a different Han. I get it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they should just, I, I would rather see, I, I would be okay seeing a forced ghost, like a pale kind of vague blue ghost, or hearing his voice. Right. I don't know if I want to see like I just said regular another actor playing. Here's the thing, personally, though. people have been saying that like, uh, was it Casey said? Oh, I think it's going to be Obi Wan Kenobi. He's still floating around out there. And I was like, dude, Obi Wan Kenobi's dead. Oh, he's dead. Like you're saying, forced ghost too, and I'm like, what? What good is a forced ghost going to do? Josh, what would you honestly do if it was Qui Gon? Like, okay, if it's going to be a force, it's either got to be Qui-Gon or the greatest Jedi of them all. Maybe he's even alive because we've seen now you can have techno tummies. Kita Mundi, okay? <laughs> did, you, did you watch my? Did you watch that thing I sent you about him? Uh, I didn't watch it, but I... Oh, why, why Coyote Mundi is the like the worst Jedi ever? Like some guy made like a 15-minute long video dead serious about why Coyote Mundy was like the worst Jedi. He's like the best Jedi. He's probably realized his faults at this point, right? <laughs> no, but so you remember what, okay, so Tim Q and I talked about this on Saga Day, how so many of our ideas that we role-played when we role-played Star Wars back in our youth. Yeah. To fruition. Starting off in our youth, when you wrote a script between episodes two and three called Revenge of the Sith, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That yeah. is the truth. Honest to God truth. And then uh, we role played for the longest time that we were uh, capturing force sensitives, harvesting their blood to try <laughs> to transfer their midichlorians. Now that's what they're doing with Grogu, baby Yoda. Yep. Now, do you remember what we role played about Mace Windu? Yeah, we role played that he survived the fall yeah. and didn't die. And yeah, this whole saga of him surviving. So that is a theory right now that, the saw that this call would be Mace Windu. And then if it is Mace Windu, then you got Mace Windu and Boba Fett. Who do you think it is? If you, if you had to put money on it right now, who what, was it an individual person that Grogu was talking to? Is it like the collective? What, Luke Skywalker. What, what's your theory? You think I Luke? Think Skywalker. You're still going with Skywalker? I think it's. I will say like, they've been a lot like, and it's probably Filoni, but they've been embracing the prequels a lot, lot more now than they yep. used to. I mean, just everybody embraces the prequels. Like, you think 10 years ago, even five years ago, people would not have been as excited about Hayden Christensen as they are now. Oh, yeah. Everybody was shitting on the prequels. It was a cool thing to do up, up until five or so years ago. Yep. Yeah, now's uh, the time. <clears throat> and I think a lot of it is Filoni, and he's, I mean, he's done, a, him and George did a lot in the Clone Wars to, yep. uh, like fill in some of the gaps and some people <sighs> with the like e even in this week's episode of the Mandalorian 
when Boba shot out like the little like pulsar blast thing, like the what, what's that rocket called? Charge. What was it called? <laughs> Seismic charge. Oh my god, that was awesome! Like that's like uh, the the episode two flashback right there. Oh, dude, I literally okay. So Grace, it did sound different in the atmosphere. Um, my daughter would not go to bed. Okay, I got her to sleep at around like. 9 30 10 o'clock and she slept till about one then she gets up out of her bed comes in her, my bedroom and she's like i want to watch tv <laughs> no you are not watching tv right now at one o'clock no so she would i would get her laid down for like 20 25 minutes and she'd get back up i want to watch tv can i watch tv on my can i watch netflix on my phone can i watch this can i watch this with you can i lay in your bed and watch this no 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 so i fight with her till about 2 40 okay i look at the clock she's like I want to watch something. I'm like, it's 2.40. Mando premieres at 3 o'clock. I'm up at this point. I'm probably not going to get any sleep tonight. <laughs> and you're, you want, I was like, you want to watch Mandalorian with dad? Yeah. So we go downstairs. We watched the last episode with, you know, the Boba Fett fight, you know, coming yeah. back. And then we watched this new episode together at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but she appreciate it? She, she does appreciate it. She's very sad that Grogu's been taken by the mean man with the black cape um she wants his, spring yep wants his dad to get him back <laughs> i did she was almost falling asleep like on a pillow resting against my leg when uh, the seismic charge went off and i literally like jumped fist pumped and shouted yeah <laughs> and that startled her but that yeah that was awesome that was an awesome prequel callback yeah the moment that he like hit that you saw that pop out i was like oh my god here it comes <laughs> it's happening so Bill, Bill Burr's character, Bill Burr in this episode, like awesome, 10 times better, I think, than even what he was. And I loved him in season one. Maybe yeah, Bill, Bill Burr brings a, a, a nice amount of like humor. Just in a, every way he like delivers his lines is just funny. Well, but like, yeah, so he was funny, but then I thought he did a really good job bringing some like gravity. Yeah, I mean, he got really serious in the middle there, but like. When he's funny it's funny but yeah the, the whole uh, sequence where they were talking to that officer was yeah. pretty tense so are you aware what operation cinder was that they were that was in the game right that was in battle was it battlefront 2 basically when the emperor just ordered after you know post-mortem ordered all his you know imperial officers to just commit genocide on a lot of different planets even yeah. if and that guy he served under him and was part of that so he's a little bit a little bit scarred from that it seems it was all for the greater good. I'm trying to do that guy's voice was Oh he's got he's a good old southern boy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> cheers to the Empire. Cheers to the Empire. <laughs> so what you, you got to see got to see uh Mando's face again too. Yeah. What'd you think of that whole uh reveal and him his slow fade from his uh strict upbringing? I don't know. I think it's uh He's learning that the Mando code doesn't have to be as, as strict and it's not as black and white. There's a lot of gray in between. I don't know. Like I told Josh, I said, see what children do to you? They just make you leave all your, your <laughs> codes and ethics behind. Yeah. Mando. Be prepared. Be prepared. He's coming for you, old Giancarlo Esposito. You should listen to your daughters. <laughs> Did you read that one? What's that? The little picture I sent 
Tell them what it said. Tell the tell the listeners. Steve. Tell the listeners. Well, I got it off of Pop Culture's page. Um. So it's Giancarlo Esposito talking about a conversation he had had with uh, his daughters. Yep. And his daughters were pleading with him. So it says, my four daughters watched The Mandalorian. And obviously the world is like, it's Baby Yoda's show. And I'm never jealous or have any problem with that. But I have to say, two of my daughters texted me and two of my daughters called me. Papa, please don't hurt that baby. <laughs> don't, don't, don't hurt the baby. Don't hurt that baby. And I said, I will squash that little big-eared bastard. <laughs> That's, uh, have they not seen, like, you know, any other character that he plays in any, any other show? Right? He's, like, the nicest guy in interviews and stuff. And then he plays, like, total scumbag evil guys in all these shows. Yep. But uh, yeah, so we got to see Mando with his helmet off. I liked I liked what Bill Burr, you know, like brought Not up the to end? him. Oh. No, like when they were in that ride, he was like pointing out. He's like, okay, so first it was you can't take off the oh. Mandalorian helmet, and now it's you got a stormtrooper helmet on. So excuse me, but there is a difference. There's a bit. Can, of a- can, can nobody see your face, or can you not take off your helmet? Which one is it? Which one is Which it? One is it? Because there is a difference. And then, so we definitely saw, you know, Mando's used to fighting with the Beskar when he was fighting all those guys. Oh, it was like, yeah, he's like, blocks it and it explodes. And it's like, oh, shit. But cheap, cheap plastic stuff. Yeah, just the plastoid that, you know, obviously can't stand up to a gaffy stick either. Yeah. Which, hey, so, we know how lucky Luke is to be alive after a new, his attack from Tusken Raiders in A New Hope. Something about those pirates, though, I found really amusing. I don't know if it was like the way they grunted or like the noises they make. They're like, <laughs> like they would go forward. The face of the guy after he kicks the detonator off or whatever, the last guy's. Yeah. yeah, I really, I enjoyed that scene. I enjoyed those raiders. So they're they're pretty worthless, though. We we saw Mando is is still good without his armor. Like he's got skill. He you know he relies he use he utilizes it, but he's yeah. not. You know, he's not leaning on it as a crutch. And he also got some practice fighting with a spear or a staff of some sort. And he, you know, he javelined a couple. He did pretty good. So I think that's leading up for uh, for his confrontation using the Beskar staff. Ooh. Yeah, you you know that that's getting used next, uh, next episode. Yeah. For sure. Uh, uh, yeah, so I thought that was cool. I also, what do you think of uh, Boba Fett's fresh new paint job? I liked it. Look cool. I mean, when did he have the time to do that? I guess. Pretty tight. While they were flying there. They were flying, I guess. I mean, he probably, you probably, I mean, you figure he's probably just got a air sprayer on the <laughs> Slave One. Probably some sort of an attachment on there you can just look to. Slave what do you think? inside, too, man. Seeing it rotate like that. Yeah, it was awesome. What, what, what do we think happens to Boba after this season? Okay, so I've said it on the podcast. Well, I'll ask you first, Sean. So after all this, what's your prediction for the... So, so Mando's getting the Slave 1. I'm like 99% sure of that. Okay. I think he's going to get... At some, I think at the end of the season, he's going to have the Slave 1. That's going to be his new ship. I think Boba okay. does something. I don't know if he like retires. Not retires. Like he just... 
I don't know, becomes a farmer or something. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we'll probably maybe we'll see him again, but I don't think he, become, he becomes a main character. Well, his grandfather was a farmer, so yeah, so, there you go. Go was originally just a farmer's kid. Yeah, I don't know. It, I guess for you asking what my, what my prediction is for the next episode or episode season finale. Oh, so after after uh, Din goes all Liam Neeson. I have a particular set of skills. Calls calls Moff Gideon. Oh yeah, Dad. Re- recites the exact line that Moff Gideon said last season. Yeah, only. Uh, I have no clue. Yeah, I have no. I have no idea how that whole confrontation is going to go. I just think that they're going to get Grogu back. I think that he's going to have the slate one, one at the end of the season. That's my prediction. Okay. All right, T. You have any different thoughts other than last episode? Uh, besides the Jedi. Yeah, T was trying to convince me that the Jedi was going to show up in this episode that we just saw. They could come back in next episode, though. I mean, I guess maybe, do you guys think that we'll learn about who Grogu was talking to? I think we will at the very end of la- next episode. Mm. I think we'll learn of it somehow, or like it's going to end kind of in a cliffhanger, Empire Strikes Back style. This is the second you know, chapter. It's going to be kind of a dark ending. Um, maybe they'll get away with Grogu, something else else worse will happen with Grogu. Maybe they and don't get Grogu back. I think we're just going to... I don't think they will. I don't think they're getting Grogu back next episode. Oh, I, I honestly don't believe they are. I think that we might get a Jedi stepping on the scene. Maybe we'll even end kind of like in a lull in the confrontation. I'm going to um, say something... I'm going to say something uh, controversial. I hope they don't get Grogu back. Because <laughs> I, I, I think it's... I would be... It seems almost like, you know, too predictable if they just get him back and everything's good. Yeah. Right. I think they shouldn't get him back. And then you get him back the next season. This is our first ever episode without Grogu in it. That we Terrible. Oh, no that Grogu. is true. Wait, did he use the flamethrower this episode? No. He's used it in every other episode, I think. Every other one? Yeah, like I watched the thing and people were saying he's used it in every single episode. I feel like he had to use it at some point. Like it's, like, it's like a running thing that he's used it in every episode. He didn't use it in this episode because he didn't even he had no battle with his armor on. Interesting. He probably would have used it. Interesting. I want to look this up now. Um. All right. So, Sean, I'll tell you what my theory is. A couple okay. things going on. All right. So now they're tracking, or they're able to track where uh, Gideon's ship is headed, or where it's at, where it's headed. One of two things. I think either. He is already at Camino, or he's heading to Camino to take Baby Yoda, Grogu, to Doctor Pershing on Camino. Makes sense because they all wear the Camino cloning like patch. So either they'll be able to head straight to Camino, or they won't be like Camino will once again not show up in any charts. But Boba Fett will be able to show them exactly how to get there, seeing as how he grew up there. That makes sense. And secondly, when they get there, I think Boba Fett will show them how to sneak in, like because he'll know all the ins and outs after growing up there. That makes sense. So I think they're going to get there, get to Camino, have a confrontation. Now, my crazy, crazy going off the deep end theory is this. We know that they're trying to uh, collect the midichlorian rich blood for a VIP to imbue them with the force. Now, I think that this 
is Chad Palpatine, Ray's father, because we know that they made a clone of Palpatine. And he's perfect in every way, except he didn't have the force. So I think Palpatine's trying to have him imbued with the force so he can jump into that otherwise perfect body at this point. They may even run at Palpatine, and they might even be the ones to free Chad Palpatine and let him get out of there where he eventually meets Ray's mother. So they start tying it into the sequels now. Yeah. Well, we know before the, the first season even came out, Favreau and Filoni had said, and I think even uh, Bobiger had said that uh, this, you're going to see the formation, hints of the formation of the First Order in this show. Mm. So I think that'd be a good way to tie it all in. We've already got hints at Snoke. We already know that this has something to do with Snoke. They started playing the Snoke music a couple episodes ago. So I will say, though, like, I think a lot of people assume that Moff Gideon wants it for himself, right? Like, he wants to, like, make himself mm-hmm. Force-sensitive or something. It would be a surprise if it's not actually for him. Like, if it's for Chad. I think he's got a I think it's got a lot of different avenues. I think they're trying to do it for Chad. I think that, okay, so the dark troopers in canon from the um, video games that they were first in, there was a couple iterations. First, they were just super battle droids, essentially. Um, The second iteration was that they were humans. They were the head and torso of humans that were imbued with the, with four, the force from a, like a force user's blood okay so it was like heads and torsos of humans inside the the body of these droids yeah. so they had force capabilities mm-hmm. and then the third iteration was it was basically like a hulk buster for somebody for a dark jedi to get into but they had like this carapace of uh awesome you know techno droid I think, and I think it's going to be revealed that they're made of Beskar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I've seen some theories on that. I, I think Moff Gideon's going to jump into, he's probably has Baby Yoda trying to help Chad Palpatine, also trying to make some, like, force-imbued super soldiers. And he probably also wants it for himself, and he's going to jump in, like, a Iron Man Hawkbuster suit and with a Darksaber and battle Mando. Yeah, I like so. I like your theory more than if he just wants to like use himself as like take take Grogu's blood for himself and tries right. to make himself like powerful. I like the idea of tying it into uh, of tying it into the Palpatine storyline. I like that. I think I like that theory. It seems like it could happen too. Like I could see them writing that. I can see. I can definitely, especially see Filoni wanting to connect all the dots. You know, I was watching, I've seen some people talk about how they don't like these tie-ins with all the other Star Wars storylines, and they hope that it's, a, they wish that it was a standalone Mando story and didn't intertwine with other Star Wars stories, but I don't know, I like it intertwining, personally. Yeah, why, why wouldn't you have it intertwining? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I like he's it. still carving out a lot of new stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. But intertwining it is... I think yeah. a good thing. I, I also it. think that, like, by the end of this, Mando is going to be the new Mandalore. He's going <laughs> to take the dark saber and he's going to reign over Mandalore. And uh, Catherine Neen on the Steel Wars podcast 
pointed out something cool that, um, you know, any, any monarch that's going into a coronation, right, they're about to become um, crowned or whatever, right? What do they carry with them into a coronation? Now what? Oh, the scepter and a... A sphere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's sphere. like foreshadowing. That's... Yeah. Yeah, so when he picked up that, the, the Beskar scepter and the ball, the sphere, that was him getting ready to go into like a coronation. <laughs> yeah, and it could I'm, be. A couple episodes earlier, uh, Bo-Katan said as soon as the Darksaber back, they'll see a new Mandalore. I was going to say, do you think Bo-Katan's going to be back next next episode? I hope so. I hope Bo-Katan's back next episode. I don't think Ahsoka will be back, but I, I think Bo-Katan, there's a real possibility of her coming back. Was this Maybe a, was even on purpose. They might just run past Cross. Like, she might have caught up to Gideon in the meantime. Was, was this Ashoka's uh, just her little pilot episode and we're not going to see her again in Mandalorian? I think we might see her again in Mandalorian, like, maybe next season late next season or the season after that maybe, but, maybe right before her uh, her series premieres you know just to get the audience re you know fired well, up did kathleen kennedy did say that like all these are going to be happening like at the same time it's basically what i had talked about before and that they will all culminate at some point so i think you're going to have the the rangers of the republic you know are they, so, so are they taking like the uh you know the Marvel playbook there, and just like trying, they're going to use these as like all these like seeding series is, and they're all going to culminate at the same time. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yep. That'd yeah. Cool. And also, oh, we didn't even mention the Lando thing earlier. That just popped into my head, which they they didn't really say when that's going to take place. Oh yeah. It could even uh, that's going straight to Disney Plus too. I'm not sure if they said it's a movie or a short series, but what if that's happening at the same time? <laughs> we just get. We just get Lando. So, so I mean, it could happen prior to the events of the original trilogy, or I guess it could happen after. I think it's going to be their way of continuing some of the storylines from the solo movie. Because I think even originally about having a Lando movie afterwards. But it's, I don't think it's going to be Donald Glover, though, right? I think it is going to be Donald Glover. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Well, hopefully. I didn't, I didn't see anything if it would, it was or wasn't. Yeah, I'll have to watch the thing again. I was dealing with children being rambunctious at the time when it was going on so i recorded it on my computer terrible but uh yeah i know a lot of a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline i'm pretty uh pretty psyched for next week psyched and also upset because i think they just announced that season three is not going to premiere until uh christmas next year terrible See, this is this. I will say, if we had the other shows right now, I'm assuming they'll always keep some going, for the most part. You won't have like, you know, this horrible drought of of no content. For give a us a release date for like, what's what's our next Star Wars content? I mean, I guess books and comics and stuff, but like, what's our next like? You know, I'm not sure. Content? I think either okay. So like, the books are going to start coming out in January and kind right. of going to be pretty much continuous. That'll probably be continuous up until i think the next thing to come out will either be bad batch or i think bad batch and then probably when's andor when does andor come out yeah andor i think will be the next thing i think next year around when mando would have come out oh so there's gonna be nothing until mando for live action i'll bet you cassian's gonna come out cassian's gonna run pretty much up until christmas or andor so right before and then mandalorian no will pop back up 
and then so they're starting to shoot obi-wan like march or something right so then we'll probably get either obi-wan kenobi or ahsoka sometime in 2020 kenobi started record or uh, i don't think they had i saw production was starting like really soon yeah well they said they started in boston right now like they i just read an article saying that it was started and they were filming in boston oh i thought i thought that was winter soldier though i think i heard somebody say that some wires got crossed they thought it was kenobi but it was was actually winter soldier was in boston but either so he's gonna survive this drought he's gonna survive another like year of drought or, or nine months of drought and then we'll always have star wars content Live action Star Wars content. Yeah. Well, TV I shows can honestly go. say drought will not be as bad as yours. Yeah. Because I have a lot of Marvel stuff coming out. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of Marvel <laughs> stuff coming out, too. I mean, it won't be as good as if you had Star Wars stuff, but um, you know. be better. <laughs> uh, I, don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. It's not. So the it's way he, you guys feel about Star Wars is how I feel about Marvel. Well, I mean, you know, it's fair. Some people have <laughs> higher standards than others. <laughs> At least it's not Star Trek. <laughs> see into this story. Well, it's like uh, it's like my, my buddy Matt that's been on the podcast a couple times, and he goes on and on and on about Daisy Ridley, and I'm like, yeah, she's a she's a you know, she's cool. She's a good poor man's Natalie Portman. <laughs> I mean, they're both attractive females. Yeah, they are. Natal- Natalie Portman in the prequels was like my, you know, huge crush. Oh yeah, growing up. So, well, and that's what Daisy is to him, and you know, that's what Carrie was to a lot of people too. So, yeah, that's fair enough. That's Sean's what... Sean's first though. That's what Frog Woman is to me. Yeah, hey, Sean's first though. First love was Ula in Return of the Jedi. Ula. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even know she had a name. Oh yeah, Ula. I just know she had uh, Taylor. You know, had some name. scantily clad clothes and in a couple scenes. Yeah, I want to see some more Twilights in this. We need some more Twilight. We've gotten one Twilight this season, I think. Is the bouncer we- outside of the uh, the Gamorian fighting, like fighting the, ring? The Jack Gamorians. Yeah, the Jack Gamorians. Yeah, I don't think we've had any Twilights this season. No, a lot of Aqualish though. Some calamari. Yeah, a lot of frog, like amphibious based yeah. species this year. Like, even they got the pirates, I think, weren't they kind of like it? I, I was looking what they were, and I can't find anything. I think on they're them. a new, like I said, I, <laughs> they're a new species because they do not look like uh, anything. Yeah. Very familiar to me. And I know way too much about Star Wars. So, all right, Sean. Well, hopefully, we'll, we'll have you back next week to break down the finale. Let's do it. All right. You want the people to like and follow you anywhere? No, uh, I mean, when I come on here, you can like me and follow me all I want or all you want. So you prefer to poke you. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you still poke on Facebook? I, uh, you know, somebody asked that question recently, and I thought they said you still could, but I looked around and I couldn't find it. I mean, I'm assuming that's what he's talking about. Always. Oh, <laughs> sure. uh, you could. Uh, cut the sexual tension in this zoom call right now with a lightsaber a dark saber (laughs) Uh, if you want to follow me or like me I don't care I'm just kidding Uh, Facebook at T Green yeah if you want to like him 
whatever floats your boat. But for the rest of us, we are the Talking Sith. You can follow us across all social media platforms at Talking Sith Podcast, or you can email us at TalkingSithPod at gmail.com. Guys, let us know what you think about uh, about the finale, about you know, our, what Jedi is going to come back. Are we going to see Mace Windu? Are we going to get a new Luke Skywalker? Are we going to get Quinlan Voss? Yeah, maybe we get some Quinlan Voss. Quiggin? Kale Kestis. I've heard Kale from Jedi Fallen Order. Could show up. Use his, uh, whatever that, that special force skill is. Where I, he- I, I mean, they have referenced video games a few times now. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, somebody was saying he could show up and go touch the wreckage of the Razor Crest. Get enough information to track down Grogu and Gideon. Uh, Mando oh. clean that up so we could build it later. Oh yeah, yeah. Just the atomizer. <laughs> All those poor people with the uh, pre-orders for Haslab. According to Casey, now it's just worthless. Nobody will buy, sell, watch shows with a destroyed ship like the Millennium Falcon could have been in the secret trilogy. But terrible, terrible guys. Until next time. Let that dark side be with you. Good. Good. (laughs) Everything expressed in the podcast is the intellectual property of Talking Sith. We are not affiliated with Disney or Lucasfilm in any way. Star Wars is their property. We just like to talk about it.